The following feature has been rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America. This indicates that the film contains mature material. Parents may wish to consider whether it should be viewed by children under 17. Sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, master! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? Renfield. Braming innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. And I just want a normal life again. But this modern world is a dangerous place. Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy with a decorative serving platter? It's all in the wrist. Let me explain. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring him people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No! Oh, no! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am Dracula. Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Now, let's eat. It's the 10th year of my movie month 30 movies, 30 days Movie month, movie month 30 podcasts, 30 days Movie month, movie month 30 movies, 30 days 30 podcasts, it's year 
Good evening and welcome back to Movie Month. It is the ninth day of June, which means for the ninth day in a row I've watched a movie and now I'm here podcasting about it. Now, here's a funny little sidebar. About 2021, I called up my friend one day on the phone and I said, Oh no, a strange man came out of the woods and bit me on the neck and now I talk like this all the time. It was a funny joke, and then I just kept doing it and doing it for years. I would call him and I would say dirty, filthy, filthy, dirty things. Just horrific things, and I would say them in this voice. And I would talk like this, and I would talk like that. To the point where we were going to do a podcast called David and the Dracula. I was going to be the Dracula. And two years later, I still call him from time to time, and I say, David... Hello, how are you doing this evening? And then I'll say something very inappropriate, and I'm losing it and I'm stopping. But yes, there's just something about that stereotypical Dracula voice that is not even like, I know I'm just copying something, um, and I'm saying stupid things because it just sounds very funny, and I would then I would call him when his kids were in the car, like teenagers and, and his friends, and I would say just ridiculous things just to make them laugh because that is my – it was almost like doing a podcast over the phone. And we were talking about doing David and the Dracula, but it never happened, um, where we just talk about normal things, but I never break character, which would be hard. Uh, I couldn't even do it you know, for three minutes into this movie, into this movie podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, that is related to a uh, uh, today's movie. As I watched the 2023 or 2022, where are we here? Now, I know the year when now is 2023, but um, this movie, oh yeah, 2023, it just came out back in March, I see. I'm watching the 2023 Chris McKay, not Adam McKay, which I made... I very much didn't, uh, I, I made the confusion of, uh, horror comedy, comedy horror film, Renfield. Now, Renfield, uh, is a character from the original Dracula, and what they did was basically, if you haven't seen the movie, it is on Par- Peacock today. Today was the first day that it premiered on Peacock, so you can watch it. If you didn't, if you were like most people and didn't see it in the theater, you can now watch it on Peacock. Uh, it did not do very well in the theaters. It did not get a very good, a very good like score on Rotten Tomatoes. With the, and, and I hate sometimes that I see Rotten Tomatoes because I do admit that I'll get swayed to a point like, oh, people didn't really like this. And then I'll watch it and I'll go, oh, this is why people didn't really like this. Or people really like this. Oh, this might be why people really like this. And I look for – and I, it, I don't look for things, I should say, but I, I just think – I like um, unconsciously, unconsciously, I don't consciously, um, I don't know what I'm saying, but what I'm trying to say is I think it does sway me in some way or another, uh, 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 my opinion or not. It sways me a little. And I'll say this, this movie wasn't great. This movie wasn't, uh, you know, anything, um, it, it, it could have been better. But guess what? I enjoyed it. I watched it and I enjoyed it. It was much more pop popcorny than I thought. You know, like it was. Oh, then it it wasn't like a serious well. Okay, I got to turn these beeps off. It wasn't a serious like well thought out like wow, what a 
what a like um, well crafted, brilliant way of turning the tide on Dracula and focusing more on his on his familiar, his assistant, his his servant. Um, I'm going to do that throughout the whole thing. Renfield. Uh, played once again by Nicholas Holt. Once I say once again because that is the, this is the second um, Holt film that we've discussed here already. This is the first Nicholas Cage, but I pretty much can guarantee it's not the last Nicholas Cage of this year. Uh, Nicholas Cage is he's an interesting fella because he's an incredibly good actor. He's a weird dude. He um, seemed like he got a lot. He he got in a lot of money trouble to the point where he would take he would make any shitty film. Uh, I remember watching we, my cousin and I. I probably brought brought this up multiple times. We had this thing called Nickflix, where originally it was going to be he was going to watch. I think every old every Nicolas Cage movie and talk about it, like the terrible ones. But then it turned into like a punishment. Where we we make a bet on something, and the loser had to watch a terrible Nicolas Cage movie and write a blog about it. This was before we were doing podcasts all the time. And I watched just a, a really bad movie. It was like Samurais, I think, and Swords and Sandals, maybe. I, I don't even remember, but Christian, um, a Hayden Christensen was in it, and Nicolas Cage. And it was just like, oh, you know. But then he'll come back, and he'll make like... Years ago, like, I don't know where he'll be in Kick-Ass, and he'll be incredible. Weird as hell, but incredible in it. Or all of a sudden, he's Spider-Pig in the in the animated Spider-Man movies. Uh, and then, boom, he'll come out, and he'll be... He'll play himself in a movie. I, I, may, I might have spoiled the future future day this month. But then he comes up, and the, now we want him to be Dracula. And I feel like people cast him because they know, A... He'll, he'll give a great performance and B, he'll give a, like almost be, he'll be weird. Like it's almost like stunt casting. Like Nic- we got Nicolas Cage. He's going to be friggin' Dracula. And it's not this new version of Dracula. He's basically trying to be the Bela Lugosi Dracula from the film, the original Dracula film. This is supposed to be kind of in the same world as a direct sequel to that film. I liked how at the beginning they showed clips from the original movie, superimposing or reshooting. I'm not sure how they did it. Uh, with you know, I think they just shot him in green screen on close-ups, you know, to make it look like, um, you know, like it was the old movie where he was Bela Lugosi and Nicholas Holt was Renfield, whoever the hell played Renfield. Um, and I like that you know it's like they've been together for all these years. They kind of they start setting up some rules, like you know the familiar gets part of the powers. But he, he why did he Renfield eat bugs? Well, now they're saying he he eats bugs to get power to get powers, like he can. I guess in this world he can do karate and he can he can really have super strength because this movie was so gory, but cartoon gory, not like not like a Saw movie where you're like ooh you're watching like someone get their eyeball st- stabbed and it's like eh, it's supposed to be realistic. I mean this was like just piles of blood and body parts in such a way that it 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 was so violent that it wasn't violent like it was or it wasn't like um like gross it was just like silly like literally like a cartoon violence ah can you hear that that's my knee as i'm walking i'm walking around the kitchen doing this and my knee just went crack i'm gonna i'm gonna suffer someday i think in the future and have some uh, really bad knees but if only i could drink the blood of a vampire um oh that was a good one that was a good one i knew that was coming uh so anyway the movie focuses on 
on Renfield. But the, the kind of the, the dramatic piece of it was the idea of codependency and how, you know, someone who has to rely on someone who's really not good for them and they, they kind of allow themselves to rely on them even though they don't have to. I think I think that's what uh, uh, codependency is. It, I may not be, you know, classically or defining it um, in the in the you know the best way, but uh, you know, it's pretty close. So we find out that at one point Dracula, Dracula, um, I can't help myself. He can get almost defeated. He'll get burnt to a crisp. But he doesn't die, I guess, because they didn't do the stake through the heart. The, the sunlight will burn him up, but he'll eventually slowly come back to become, uh, you know, himself again. Now, we see that happen, and then we see him later on in stages of coming back. I don't know if, I don't know if that was, you know, the, it took that long or if that was just an example of him getting, you know, uh, beat up pretty good. But they've been doing this for the better part of 100 years. And now, at this time in life, you know, Nicholas Holt's like, you know... I am, um, he's like looking for more in life. He goes to a, a self-help uh, group. Well, I guess not a self-help group, a support group. If it was a self-help group, he'd be alone. He, he goes to a support group for people who are codependent. And, you know, he's there basically not to find victims, not these people. Um, I shouldn't say he, 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 I think he went there originally just to find victims, not these people, but the people who um, are terrible to them. He figured those people aren't very good. I can get them, bring them back to master. Uh, but in the while he's doing that, he's also kind of connecting with these people and realizing, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat. But at the beginning, he he's like one girl talks about how, and it was you know it was how terrible he makes me feel. But he also likes ska, and it was the whole thing of the ska music, um, and and it, that was an ongoing joke throughout the movie. So nothing was too serious. Even that was given some levity. So he goes off to basically beat these guys up, kidnap them, bring them back to let uh, Dracula, Dracula drink their blood. But unfortunately, someone else shows up because all these guys stole some cocaine from a, from a crime family. They get they get killed even though they're trying to live. He's trying to bring them back alive. He they get killed. The guy who gets who sent to who gets sent to kill them gets destroyed by. Um, Renfield, and then we meet this guy Teddy Lobo, played by Ben Schwartz, who I've always enjoyed. Like I, I, you know, he's great on Parks and Rec. It's just a terrible person. Uh, I liked him in Space Force. I I remember the first time I I remember seeing him was on College Humor. You remember College Humor videos? I used to subscribe to the College Humor video podcast so I could watch them on my phone or my little tablet uh, on the train rides home from Boston. Um, so that's where I remember seeing him the first time. He's also the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. So there's this kind of crime story going on. Uh, at the same time, you got Nicholas Holt trying to better himself. At the same time, you meet a, a police officer, New Orleans police officer, who's, you know, um, you've, we come to find out that her sister's an FBI, that her father was killed, that she knows a bunch of these cops are corrupt and, and basically work for the Lobo family, but she's trying to make something of herself. She's trying to bring down the Lobo family, but she's just stuck on traffic duty. This is played by Aquafina, and I think I can say that I think I'm just an Aquafina fan. Like, I like her delivery. I like her voice. I like the way she yells. She's like, huh? I just like her reactions. I like the way she tells one guy to shut the F up all the time, and I just... 
I just like her. I remember for, um, I think, I don't know the first time I remember seeing her. I know she was in Crazy Rich Asian, Asians. I know she was in um, the Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Um, but I, in, and I just, I just know of her. And I'm almost, the, the only thing I'm like, I wish she, like, she didn't, like, this is really bad, but. I wish she didn't use that name when she got famous because I'm like, I always think of the drink. Like, I almost felt like she used the name as kind of a joke and then she became really popular and it's almost like, okay, you don't have to use that name anymore. You can just go by your name. I could be completely wrong and just kind of, you know, just, just my thought. Like, you know, Dwayne Johnson's like, all right, I'm The Rock. Sure, that's my wrestler name, but I'm gonna, now I'm going to start using Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, now I'm just going to start using Dwayne Johnson. Uh, and you can just call me DJ, um, even though I still call him The Rock. But I know her as Aquafina, so maybe she transcends the water. Uh, either way, she makes me laugh. She, she just, I just enjoy her reactions, her approach to things, and I don't know. I like. I thought she was like a nice addition to this movie. Uh, she ends up, I think, becoming the really. The, it was like friendship, but then the love interest to Nicholas Holt. They, they never really did anything with it, but you could kind of see it sort of leaning that way. Um, yeah, my knee is just popping, so you're going to have to deal with that. Uh, there it goes. That's also kind of like my my shin or my ankle. I don't know. I'm, I'm not much of an athlete, so I think my body is just saying, hey, man, uh, podcasting and sitting on chairs is really where it's at. But here I am walking around trying to better my physical, <laughs> my physical well-being while talking about a movie. Uh, so this is the basically the gist of it. You have Renfield trying to get victims, people to bring back to her, uh, to Dracula. He brings back these dead bodies. They don't really, they're, they're, they're bad people. They're dead. They don't really work for him. They don't taste very good. So he must be doing it here and there or, or Dracula's going on. All right. Cause you see Nicholas Cage gradually getting better. He, at the same time, he doesn't want to be part of this anymore. He doesn't want to be uh, with these, with this Dracula. But Dracula, at some point, is like, you know, you're the bad guy. You're the one who left your family. You left your wife. You left your daughter, you know, 90 years ago. Um, at the same time, you have, um, he, he ends up just by chance in a restaurant where Teddy Lobo shows up to shoot the place up. He threatens to shoot Aquafina and then... Boom, Renfield eats a bug, and it's just blood sport of, like, just destroying people, fighting and just crushing people. That's where they get connected. Um, he is He's there to, like, be the only witness, all these witnesses plus him, to say, hey, Teddy Lobo's a bad guy, but still no arrest. Uh, and then we have the, okay, Teddy Lobo's mother. It's like the Lobo crime family. Now, she's, he's played by, she's played by an actress who I've seen on some TV shows, and she's got the deepest voice I've ever seen. I've ever heard of a woman. I remember her. She was on the movie. Uh, the first time I think I saw her was on the, the show Flash Forward. Remember when that was almost a thing? And she has a deep voice like this. It's very deep. Um, it goes down even lower sometimes. And she's the mom. She's basically the crime boss. Uh, they, they're like, what the hell? Who is this guy who beat up everybody? We need to find him. And because the cops are helping them, they say he was last seen in this hospital. Well, that's the hospital where they keep Dracula uh, to try to get better. And he's slowly getting better. Um, and 
at some point Teddy Lobo goes there to figure out where the hell is going, what the hell is going on. Dracula kills all the men, and then he, he, the two of them are together, and he's like, "I can, I can be there for you. I can help you. I know who this guy is. You know, he's not, he's not there for you. I'm there for you." Kind of shit like that. Uh, at one point, it's actually a, a funny. Well, there's a scene where. Now, Renfield gets his own apartment. He starts dressing in bright colors. He's trying to change his life with the, with the people from the support group. And uh, Renfield, um, Dracula shows up at his house because there's a welcome mat that allows him in. And that was a really – I enjoyed that scene because of like um, Nicolas Cage's reaction. That was a very funny scene. Uh, and then he's like, I'm going to go kill everybody at the support, support group. And you're thinking that he's not going to do that. And then he freaking does it. He rips everyone's throat out, destroys them all. Luckily, they have some sort of retcon to fix it all later because Dracula Bud fixes people. And then at the end, I'm, I'm spoiling it, but you've seen it. At the end, it's like, well, thank you so much for giving us the Dracula Bud. That saved us, and it, and it, and it brought us all back from the uh, other side, which we saw things that we will never unsee. And we know things that we'll never unknow. Like, you can see it, was, it really affected them being dead. Um, the big ending, like... They have Aquafina's sister there for some reason. Like she's, we're gonna we're gonna kill her unless you join me, join me. But they don't join. Obviously, they they fight Dracula together, uh, and then they chop him up. It was actually kind of funny. They go, we look like we're having fun, but we don't really know how he can come back. So they chopped him up. They put him in all these different cement ice cube, like an ice cube tray of cement. Chopped him up into a million pieces. Dumped him in this garbage, and he's like, we don't know. Maybe he'll come back someday, but we don't know how. But we just want to make sure that. They, if there's a way he can, um, it, we don't know if there's a way he can, but if it does, it'll take a long, long time. And I think they just get their happy ending. I really don't know. I don't remember what happens with the police force. I think all the, like a bunch of these cops are dead. So maybe she cleans up the police force. Who knows? There was, pro- it was probably said it was again, not a deep movie, just kind of uh, a silly movie with some action it had that I, I want to call I don't want to call it Ghostbusters 2016 color effect, but it was very saturated with these greens and these oranges and these purples. Like if you see the poster and you see all these colors over Nicolas Cage's shoulder, that was like almost the color palette for a lot of the movie. It just had that. It just gives it a certain style. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it just gives it that overly saturated, hyper realistic coloring of lighting. Um, Nicolas Cage was fun. I. I wish there was more of him, but again, the movie's called Renfield, so he is not the star of the movie. He's the and Nicolas Cage. He's, I mean, he is the highlight of the movie. Let's be honest. But uh, Nicholas Holt, very you know, good, great actor, just in the menu the other day, uh, very good in this. Um, but again, not a great movie. It it did it did not do well at the box office, uh, but I enjoyed it. I, I just I guess I'm trying to say like I'm. I don't want to recommend this to you. It, well, I've already spoiled it for you, but I don't want to go around recommending it to people and then them going, that was kind of shitty. I just want to say, yeah, I know it's not the greatest movie in the world, but I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. It was a nice Friday afternoon. I got out of work a little early on Fridays and I, and I popped that on the old peacock. Um, so that was nice. I didn't rent it. I didn't buy it. I didn't go see it. I waited till it was on a subscription service that I already paid for. So there you go. I guess that says something about me. Uh, but also says something about this movie. Oh my goodness! I'm wondering what else I could say. What else I could say? I because um, I, I don't want to go through the whole plot of the movie. It's just Nicolas Cage, great. More, wish there was more of him. He got to be weird. 
Um, he got to play in different like versions of him coming back. Like he was like, looked like a troll at some point. I didn't even think it was him in there, but it was definitely somehow digitally. It was digital or him, but it was definitely him. Um, I loved all the old-fashioned stuff of like the 1930s. That was fun to see. And I say uh, Chris McKay's the director of this. Now, all I know him from is like the Lego movies. I was thinking Adam McKay, which is the Will Ferrell stuff, and he just did like a big movie, the big movie last year, Don't Look Up, on Netflix. Um, yeah, this was Chris McKay. And it was, it was written, well, it wasn't written, I should say, but the story, the original story was from Robert Kirkman. Uh, he wrote the story as an idea for a, for a comic book, then he turned it into this. If you don't know who Robert Kirkman is, he is the writer of uh, Invincible, which is um, a... I've heard great things about the comic. They made an Amazon Prime show about it. I watched it. It's an animated show about superheroes. And guess what? It's freaking great. Uh, oh, and by the way, he's also the guy who created The Walking Dead, um, a comic book that I read. I started reading a million years ago. I found these big hardcovers at the library, and I read it, and I sw- I'll say it to the dead. I swear to God, I said to, to my wife, I said, Tammy, this reads like a... Like a, like a, a um, series like a season of television like it was so well done it was all in black and white it was very creepy and it was just an old great story and then they turned it into a tv show that became a phenomenon and then it was just a show that was on way too long and a show that i stuck with even though i was killing kicking myself uh watching it i read the comic book all the way to the end and even then sometimes i was like what's going on who are these people and then you get back into it and then it ended it and i thought the ending of the comic book was great probably better than the ending of the uh of the TV show because it feels like the TV show is never going to end. It's gone, but there's more coming. I don't know if I'll watch it. I probably will. I'm getting on sidetrack. This has nothing to do with uh, with Renfield, except for the fact that Robert Kirkman wrote the story that then be- came up with the story that then became the uh, the movie. Renfield, which is the one I just watched. Yep, yep, yep. I think that means I'm, uh, I'm officially done. Uh, it's about 9.27 p.m., so we'll see on Eastern Standard Time in the United States of America. So we'll see how long it takes for me to get this up and done. I don't have an image yet. I don't know if I stick my head on Renfield's body or Dr- Dracula's body. I, th- I feel like based on the way I've been talking, the way I started off, that I feel like I must put my head on Dracula's body. So that's it, my friends. Uh... Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for so, so much for subscribing. No, wait, wait, wait. I got other things to say. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. The website is FansNotExperts.com. We are nine days down. We have 21 days to go, 21 movies to go, 21 podcasts to go. And tomorrow's day 10. And until then, my friends, until tomorrow, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I'll see you after I take my mother-in-law out to lunch with my wife for her birthday. Then I'll watch a movie later. Here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says... Please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.